0: Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Dr. Eva Chang is a research public health analyst at RTI International and the lead author of a paper in the October issue of the American Journal of Managed Care on the use of feedback reports to document physician practice patterns and how they can affect provider performance. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Chang. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So first, can you summarize the resource stewardship report intervention that is in your study? What was it? What are the goals? Maybe what were the results? That sort of thing?
1: Yeah, sure. So the resource stewardship report intervention is actually um, part of a multifaceted initiative at what is now um, Kaiser Permanente Washington. And the intent of that intervention or initiative was to bring better information to clinicians to inform their clinical decision-making on use of particular services to reduce the use of low-value care. It was a three-system-wide initiative. Um, The first was the resource stewardship report that we evaluate in the paper that had those annual peer comparison reports. And the second were these clinical pearls, which included weekly emails that were provided to providers. Um, that highlighted the Choosing Wisely themes or list, And finally, there was a PAP and PSA trigger tool that electronically identified inappropriate PAP and PSA tasks. For this study, as we said before, we're really focused on the first part of the initiative, which was the annual peer comparison report or the resource stewardship reports. Um, the reports themselves are designed to promote conversation for about practice pattern variability um, That couldn't really be explained by patients, clinical circumstances, or the preferences. The reports are distributed to the primary care physicians through their team meetings um, by their clinic chiefs, And then the reports include physician names to really ensure that the physicians were individually accountable. And it also gave physicians the opportunity to talk to each other and to learn from each other's different practice patterns. The reports had individual level information on their personal ordering rates and several areas and the four key ones that we focus on in this paper are specialty referrals, high-end imaging, lab tests, and 30-day prescriptions. So for our study, um, we were interested in understanding whether the distribution of these reports impacted how physicians ordered on those four areas, um, referrals, imaging, labs, and prescriptions. Um, and then we were also interested in exploring whether there were any physician practice pattern characteristics that might be associated with those changes. And then the three physician practice characteristics we were interested in were years of experience, the size of the clinic, and then the physician's personal panel size. What we found was that in in our pre-post analysis was that high-end imaging went down about 15%, um, while the use of lab tests went up 15%, and prescriptions went up about 8%. Um, We also, when we looked at the practice characteristics, we found that physicians with fewer years of experience, so less than 10 years, were associated with changes in specialty referrals and prescriptions. So, specifically, when we compared um, physicians with less than 10 years to physicians with 20 years of practices, those with the fewer years saw a greater decrease in referrals while they saw a greater increase in prescriptions.
0: And what are some of the reasons that less-experienced physicians might have been more responsive to feedback reports?
1: So we're not exactly sure why less-experienced physicians might be more responsive, but we do have a couple of hypotheses, especially um, because the physicians on our team thought these findings made a lot of sense. Based on their experience and what we were seeing in the literature, we were hypothesizing that the less experienced physicians might be ordering more because they didn't have established personal practice patterns or because they were less experienced and they wanted to double check their diagnoses or their hunches. Um, We're also hypothesizing that they might be learning from their more experienced colleagues and then so changing their practice patterns to be a little more comparable to what their colleagues were doing.
0: And so, based on your hypotheses, do you think a different approach would be necessary to get a more experienced physician to curb his or her resource use? Yeah. So, I actually
1: think that that's one of the hardest things that we're struggling um, with in this field is for how do you get physicians to change their behavior, right? The more experienced physicians have their routines and their practice patterns set, so how we get them to change their behavior, how it's going to happen is going to have to be more multifaceted or intensive. And providing a feedback report. Our one intervention that we had been working on in Kaiser was that we were trying to do one on one coaching approaches where so a lot of the, the more experienced physicians were really enjoying that and finding some value in that.
0: And so, why do you think use of some of the resources like high end imaging decreased, but others like lab tests and prescriptions increased after the intervention?
1: So I think, before I answer that, I think it's really important to remember that more utilization of these resources are not necessarily low-value care, since these orders are most often appropriate and actually may prevent future high-cost services. So, for the feedback reports and for this study, we didn't break out inappropriate and appropriate care because, as a healthcare system, they were interested in overall resource use rather than focusing on the specific and targeted areas. But that being said, for high-end imaging, um, I think a lot of the research has shown when it should and shouldn't be used, and it's being used in several situations. So at Kaiser, um, there was a lot of clear messaging about it being overused and that it was causing harms to patients. And they were also, um, within their EPIC system, they did have additional clinical decisions before. In contrast, um, the appropriateness or inappropriateness of using lab tests and prescriptions have been less clear as kind of as a whole. So the healthcare system didn't provide any specific targets during that time.
0: What was the reason for including physician names in the reports instead of making them anonymous? And how do you think this impacted the results?
1: So they were actually really clear about wanting to include the physician names because they wanted to make the physicians accountable for their own ordering patterns. And also, it gave the providers an opportunity to find out who was, doing, who was doing more ordering or who was doing less ordering. And so they were more aware of each other's practice patterns. Um, we don't really have a way of knowing whether this directly impacted results, but in a survey that we also um, conducted among the different physicians, it suggested that the physicians remembered receiving the reports and discussing it among themselves. If nothing else, we believe that having this transparency and openness really instigated more conversations about when it is appropriate or inappropriate to use certain um, resources within the clinic and then also across the healthcare system.
0: How much of the results do you believe were due to the resource use report specifically aside from other organizational and cultural efforts to reduce low-value care?
1: I wish I had a better answer for this one actually, <laughs> but I'm not really sure because we don't have that comparison group. And there was a lot going on at the same time as a, in the country as a whole and also within the healthcare system. However, I think that the fact that we saw changes in both directions suggests that the report did have some effect. Also, since many of the other initiatives were focused on reducing low-value care, we hope that the feedback reports lessened any potential larger increases in, say, lab tests or prescriptions that we did actually see in the study.
0: And what's next? Do you have plans for future research on resource use prompted by your findings? Yes. So
1: for me personally, I think that I'm really interested in what is valuable for physicians in a feedback report, especially since most physicians are in a fee-for-service system um, that's really different than what we were studying at Kaiser. And healthcare systems generally have a mix of payers for their patients. So they don't really have the luxury of like one report that gives them all this information on their patients. So what what to present, how to present it in a meaningful and usable way for physicians is still a very open question. From this study, we also really need to better understand how performance targets for low value care and the frequency of the feedbacks and how those things might influence different providers and their behavior. I'm also really intrigued by our exploratory findings. um, And I think we need to better understand what practice characteristics Um, we can target as a group to influence the different practice patterns, especially because that can help us potentially develop more effective interventions. I think um, one area that we as a team are interested in looking at are seeing how the different measures might be decomposed into appropriate and inappropriate care and to see how the feedback reports might be influenced in two different directions. I think that really logically leads to seeing if we can understand how enduring the effects of feedback reports are to ordering patterns and to see if some of these things can result in long-term change.
0: Thank you very much for your time today.
1: I really appreciate the time that you guys took to talk to me about the study and our findings.
0: You can read Dr. Chang's paper in the October issue of AJMC by visiting AJMC.com or see the show notes. And you can get in touch with us by emailing info at AJMC.com or following us on Twitter at AJMC journal. And if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.